0: Hey, guys, my guest tonight is Dr. Linda Salvin, who will be talking about NDEs and other paranormal things. I'll be right back. Grab your popcorn and snacks. I think you all said well. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you have a issue or you think you might have a paranormal issue, we can get to you. It may take us a while, but I'm not going to say a while. That's one or two days, but we will get to you. And in the meantime, we do have psychics on staff who can help you. They'll talk to you on the phone and if it is something paranormal going on, they in most cases, they can calm the energy down before we get out there. And that and then we, we can do our thing to kind of help you out. Anyway, today's going to be a great show. You, uh, My guest tonight is my old friend, Dr. Linda Salvin. And we're going to be talking about NDEs and retrograde because we're just going into retrograde right now. And uh, as I've been posting on Facebook, as a lot of you have seen, things have been flying along for me. And now that retrograde's here, uh, well, who knows what's going to happen, right? A lot of people uh, think of retrograde as a negative thing, so we'll see if 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 the doctor can clear that up for us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, and some of you who are watching on Facebook tonight, uh, please, if you haven't done so already, you know, if you like what you see tonight, please feel free to hit that follow button. Uh, you know, we're we're always looking for followers. Also, during the show, feel free to comment in the chat room, and then show us some love. You know, give us a thumbs up or two, uh, things like that, because what that does is it moves us. Higher in Facebook's FYP. The computer sees that and triggers and moves us higher and gets us out to more people. Same thing goes if you have people in the house that uh, may not have heard the show before. Maybe you can get them involved in listening to us and uh, taking a look at us. There's this little show over there that's pretty good. Uh, Come on over and watch. Same thing with YouTube. If you haven't subscribed already, feel free to do so. Uh, It doesn't cost anything. We've got more than 800 videos of this show sitting over on YouTube. All different topics, I've uh, started to put them into categories so it's easier to find them. If you're into cryptids, there's a thing for that. If you're into UFOs, there's a thing for that. If you're into you know, meeting nasty mass on Fridays, there's a thing for that. So I think you'll like what you see. And that goes the same way as Facebook does. Uh, it doesn't cost anything to subscribe. And you can actually you know give us thumbs up and all that and smiley faces and, part, and participate in our chat room. And that'll move us up higher in their FYP, to where they get us out to more people. I always like to say at the end of the show, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated my show, share it with, with five of your enemies. We're all equal opportunity here, so we're just trying to get the word out. So uh, that's the thing. During the show, if you like us, please, please, please share. Share, share, share. You can find California Haunts on Facebook under California Haunts, California Haunts Radio, California Haunts uh, Ghostly Events, and Sacramento Sears. That's S-E-E-R-S as in the Greek Sears. You can find us over on Instagram under Ghosty Gal. That's all lowercase. You can find us at TikTok under California Haunts. You can find us at, at uh, Twitter under California Haunts. You can find us at Twitch under Cal Haunts, and you can also find us at Meetup. We have a Meetup site at California Haunts Paranormal Desi- Racing Team Meetup. I also have a uh, a couple of other sites which I'm I'm going to start advertising, and one is a Discord site. And uh, if you've joined the California Haunts Discord, you can become what I call a ghostly groupie. And uh, I do a lot of chit chats after hours for the California Haunts Discord site. So I'll start tomorrow. I'll be putting links up for that. Okay. Well, without further ado, I'm going to bring Dr. Linda in and we're going to catch up with her for a few minutes and then we're going to get right down to it, and talk about retrograde and things. All right. Here we go.
1: How are you? How good? How are you? i
0: are fine. We're wearing hats.
1: It's winter. Yes. It's been oh, a while. Yeah. Huh? It's good yeah, to it It's good to see you. Thank you for asking me to come back, Charlotte. I really appreciate it. And you were on my show and I'll have you back and that's what we do. We promote each other. That's it. And, you know, time's flying, man. And yes, it's a retrograde as of today through January 2nd. Tell everybody for the people that, <laughs> or the people that don't know you. Who
0: tell us you? about you. Yeah.
1: Let's hear about you. I went to I got a master's degree at the University of Michigan, Go Blue. We're going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I got awesome. out of school in 1977, so I'm old, okay? I'm turning <laughs> 70. A month from yesterday, I'll be 70. I can't wow. believe it. It goes yeah. fast. Huh? It goes really fast. I was watching something with George Harrison from the Beatles earlier today, and he was saying how fast life went between 17 and 60. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're going through it, you think you got all the time in the world, but in your 50s, your 60s, it's like, oh my God. Remember when your mom would say, the older you get, the faster it goes? Well, and yeah. You didn't believe it? We didn't believe it. Well, here we are. So who I am? I am a psychic, a healer, a medium, a broadcaster. I've been on radio for 30 years. Uh, um, I started in LA on uh, KBIG 104 FM back in 1994. And I they created the original radio psychic, which was me. And I ended up nationally syndicated for about 18 years on different stations around the country. But the main thing I think you're asking is how did I become a psychic and what do I do? I became psychic people in a... a after I survived a commercial airline plane crash in 1981, probably a lot of you weren't even born then, but I was 27 at the time, and I was on company business, and I had my first premonition. I was in San Jose, Northern California, out of town with my partner. I was doing um, environmental health and safety for a uh, uh uh, an insurance company. And we had to fly up to a hospital to check the ethylene oxide, which is a chemical that sterilizes the equipment. We asked the people not to open up the autoclave. And that's where we were testing. Of course, they did. And they invalidated. We went back to the uh, airport. And I, I'm facing this way. And Charlotte's looking at me. And it's as if I'm with my partner. I looked at the um, hangar the, out the window where the plane was. I said, doesn't it look like it could crack there? And he said, I don't see anything, you're just tired. Well, I had my first vision. I saw a fuelage or exhaust settlement on the body of the plane. And an hour and a half later, that's where we, when we crash landed to avoid collision with another plane taking off on the same runway, which is not very cool. Mm -hmm. We uh, stripped the landing gear, we had an engine fall off and the crane cracked the crane, the plane cracked in half at the same aisle I had the vision. So wow. I slid down the ramp, yeah, like which looks like a river raft and I hit my knees, kept running, and then I panned the freeway and I saw the paramedics and then I saw the terminal and I turned, and I thought, oh my God, I just survived a plane crash. You go into shock. I was 50 feet out of my body for four months while I stand five feet eight. And what happened is that was explained to me about a month later via a psychic is that I became a walk-in. I said, well, what's a walk-in? She said, it's when someone's near death and another soul takes over and you're a psychic. I said, I'm not a psychic because my background, people, was epidemiology from Michigan, which uh-huh. is a study of epidemics. And, and, and it's the big word these years because of the pandemic with COVID and everything. So it became a big field. Um, I got lost. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't go back to work. I was supposed to be back on a plane like a week later. And there was no way I was getting back on the plane. I was so full of fear and anxiety. And I started hearing voices that day. And I thought, you know, I'm crazy. And i would tell my sister, my mom, my dad, nobody understood. Now, mind you, because Charlotte knows there was no internet back then. Right. <laughs> hey, this is pre-Google, pre-help. You had to really figure it out on your own. And I just kept going through the motions. I'd be depressed. I'd be elated. I'd be scared. I couldn't sleep. The noise of the plane crashing. It's worse than any ride at Disneyland. But I had therapy and I started searching for God and I started looking for answers and all these voices kept coming. And I tested it like something they'd be somewhere at 747, not 745 or 750 PM. But, and I would meet people I was supposed to meet, including celebrities. And so I was testing these voices. and I thought, this is weird stuff because there's no one to talk to, mm-hmm. and I talked to that lady, that psychic, and um, it turned out well. Here I am, 42 years later. I'm known all over the world as a psychic, but back then I was full of fear, anxiety, and I look back now. So your listeners know it was kind of like an initiation because in 1982 I got hit by a fire truck a year after the plane crash. Wow. And- The joke is because the captain got out of the truck and he said, are you okay, ma'am? And I was laughing and crying. He goes, oh, yeah, last year I'm in a plane crash and I'm getting hit by fire trucks. I mean, you don't hear this kind of stuff. You just don't survive it. But then I got, you might get chills with this next one. In 1984, I was working in an entertainment company and on my way home on a rainy night, I broadsided a uh, Pinto. And as I, I drove a Camaro at the time, as my car was spinning out, I said, I just want to go home. And I swear to God, a white light went from my head to the ceiling of the car, to the heavens, and the, sat, the same voice that spoke to me coming down the ramp that said, don't do this, do, said, you can come with us now or stay and do, and I was given a message. And the paramedics got me out and I said, they want me off the planet. They want me off the planet. I didn't know what was going on. And then I I was back in the hospital and, and it was just one thing after another. But after all that, it started to calm down until... Uh, I was playing music. Then uh, in 1991, I got very sick. I needed an emergency hysterectomy and I became a healer. So here I become psychic. Now I'm becoming a healer. And in 1996, I had 100 tumors removed from my hips and thighs wow. because I was seeing so many people. I put the energy back in my body not knowing
0: mm-hmm.
1: until one day I slapped my hands during the summer and I saw all of the scars on my thighs. And I saw the imprints of my fingers and thumbs. I, thought, I figured it out was no one to talk to, you. remember, there was still no internet. So um I went through what I now in retrospect call my initiation by spirit. And you know as well as I do, there is something out there that we don't see, feel, right. understand it from a much deeper paranormal position than me. I've been in the paranormal, I channeled people for years because um after all the tumors were removed. I started communicating as a trans medium, which I did for 22 years. And I had to literally get out of it because it was destroying me. It's very dark. I give you all the credit in the world for sticking with it, doing it. But your people need to know you have to protect yourself. Yes. There are challenges. It's not, oh, let's just go find a ghost. Let's just go find a spirit. No, no, no. We're dealing with some dark energies that can be painful devastating upsetting and they don't like us humans meddling but Mm -hmm. the curiosity and there's people in trouble that people like you help Mm -hmm. so i come from a non-psychic metaphysical background i came from a very scientific background science medicine statistics you know all the left brain stuff then i got into woo-woo which Mm -hmm. is the physics, the psychic, the spiritual, and being on radio all those years, I decided to get the PhD in metaphysics to qualify and quantify my science with the spiritual. And I became what my friend of mine is an MD coined the term metaphysical clinician. So I evolved from not just doing psychic readings and healings and the mediumship. And I have a candle magic line. I evolved even more, which I still do all that, but I now do a lot of integrative health. So people are healthy on the inside because there's so much junk that we're inhaling and ingesting. So I want to bring back my medical background with health and prevention to detox from the glyphosates, the plastics, the molds, and we have parasites in our body. I want people healthy. We're going through some tough, weird times. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So that's it. (laughs)
1: It you was know, not you, to ride.
0: <laughs> well, you know, when you talk about the health, this is true. And I can tell you guys, a lot of the paranormal, I'm not going to say, I mean, it's, it's pretty well known, the different paranormal investigators that have been on, that are, that have been on TV that are sick. that have They are sick. To and I've noticed even around me, I can make a list of the people that I've known over the last 18 years that have gotten sick doing this work.
1: It drains it attacks it attaches
0: mm-hmm. we
1: get entities we get um sometimes like a suffocation or mm-hmm. you might get so tired and drained or sometimes not so much the witch's riding, which would happen during the night where you feel like somebody's on top of you or something right. Right but on. i have been in haunted houses where thumps that would sound like an earthquake you know, the spirit became alive somewhere Mm -hmm. and it gives you goosebumps and it's Mm -hmm. horrifying where I would come home and I would feel sticky Mm -hmm. or dirty or exhausted. When I first started, I don't know about you, but when I first started, I slept, I think the first time I did like an exorcism of a house, it was for a celebrity out in the Malibu area. I cleansed, but I think I slept on and off for four days before I really felt. Okay,
0: yeah, absolutely. I call it being goose by a ghost. <laughs> what I call it. It because is. I, have, I I have gone in to do um, posts, you know, just to show people what evidence we we gathered on the laptop, and I felt them go through me. I could always tell because my stomach will flip.
1: They go and, through. They are and- live. They're real. And you're right. The people that do the TV shows and all that. There's a lot that gets sick and die. A lot of mediums have died early. I don't want that for me. I may help people, you help people, but there's us to consider, even though like in channeling, people want to hear about their loved ones or their cats or their dog or whoever, their mother, whatever. But we communicate, we, we give closure, we give the comfort, but we take it on.
0: Yes, yes. Yep. Because there are days I've come back, I mean, over the years, not so much now, but back in the old days, you know, when I wasn't quite as, as I'm not going to say skilled, because I mean, we're well, so, it is like a skill. No, yeah, you're no right, because we, we, say, were, we didn't know how to protect right. ourselves. It's a learning experience all the way around, you know, to protect. And I remember there were days I would come back, and like you, I would be down for three, four days.
1: Completely People down. didn't believe it. People couldn't understand it. And unless you're in the field... Versus somebody that's super materialistic that makes, you know, 200000 a week and needs every Gucci bag on the planet and a Ferrari every day. I don't live like that. I mean, and that's not in this field. We don't make that kind of money anyway. But, I mean, I'm just saying there's the material world. There's the spiritual world. Our job, what we have learned as healers and helpers for people like you who are listening,
0: uh-huh.
1: we... Provided on radio, but we've also learned to walk the physical with the spiritual and integrate it most people can't it's one or the other and learning to integrate that's the metaphysics that I love to bring it together to help. We all have a gift. We all have a gift. How go tell your story how you got involved because you've been seeing ghosts and the other side and paranormal since you were a
0: kid. Oh, yeah, I was seeing stuff when I was a kid and family thought, you know, oh, you've got this big imagination. And I knew what I was seeing. I started seeing shadow people is what I the first thing I started seeing. And then as I got older, I was starting to see full body apparitions. Then you then you hit your teen years, right? And you're out doing teen things, so that kind of all settled down. And then um, I remember when I got involved with my first paranormal team because I was filming for a show called California Haunts, and it was all about you know haunted places in, in northern California. I remember I would go to these meetings. And the psychics were there. And when I would leave the meetings, I'd be driving back and weird things started happening, like flashlights were turning on and off in my car.
1: Because I think you probably they the, the as the people need to know the entities that some of the negative people in that yeah. room had jumped on you for
0: like. Yeah. yeah. They don't so understand then, this. Yeah, yeah it went from there and you know I would call them and they'd say, Well, just just you know, tell them to go away and, and this and that. And I said, Okay, fine. But I, got, I had no help or self-taught. I uh, uh, had things that you know ever you know psychics like gravitate to psychics and that's something I found over the years too. So the more I was around them the stronger I got to mm-hmm. where when I would go to work every day I could tell what my employer was gonna say before he would say it to me. you know I could hear his voice in my head right So I finally got I was freaked out because I had stuff going on in my house you know and so I Sylvia Brown, you know on Montel. That's how I got yeah. through it. I listened yeah. to Sylvia Brown yeah. and she made it not yeah. so scary. You know, Some of her thing.
1: books were some of the best during the earthquake in oh my 1994. God, yeah. Somebody oh. gave me one of her books and it's what got me through the earthquake. And yeah. she would talk about Francine, her, her guide. I don't get guides yeah. like, well, I have one named Jeff, but um, who happened to have been uh, the, the drummer for Toto, Jeff Picaro, he, he went to my high school, never met him. But when he died in 1992, he started talking to me and it was the first real communication. I mean, I people would pay me to work on the Ouija board to bring him in because he's that yeah. strong. Yeah. Sometimes we get these wonderful spirits, but man, when you get a negative one, look out.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've had that. Have the, and I can tell my house is packed with relatives here.
1: Yeah, so you've I got the tell. activity going, but they love you and they're not in any harm.
0: But, but I can tell. Can... I can tell. But if I bring something home with me, I can tell it's not one of them right away. Because it doesn't it so what do you
1: do clean. to release it or cleanse what do you do do you do my uh, neighbors
0: my neighbors are so used to me i will open up all my windows all my doors and i'll kick them out i mean literally yell to kick them out
1: well there's ways to do it with sage and a little
0: broom right, right. and all sorts of y you can do it but Frank yeah, usually, usually, humor, yeah, yeah. usually I'll just be more dramatic with the windows and doors open. Get the hell and, out of here, please. Yeah, and my neighbors will will come over and go, "Oh, you brought home another one, huh?" You know, they're <laughs> used to it. Uh, a little kid came up behind me. He couldn't have been more than, I think, like ten or a, well, not even that, maybe eight or nine. He was walking, and I was unloading groceries, and he looked at me and he says, "You've got ghosts." Well, he can see. Not you hunt for ghosts, but you've got ghosts. So it makes me wonder, like, when I leave here, <laughs> to do things. What goes on with the house? Yeah, and the lights are flashing on out. and off and stuff. Yeah, what's going on in my house? But there's kids that say that. So, I mean, the house is active. But like you say, for the most part, it's all my relatives. So it's a nice energy And I don't have any issues, but when something negative does come or something different comes in, I can tell right off the bat.
1: I have a story I'll share. One night I was on the radio back in, I don't know, 98, 99. And I was doing five nights a week with cable radio network way before satellite radio. And um, I would take calls on the air for two hours and somebody from, uh Chicago called in and wanted to talk to his cousin let's call him Louis I don't remember so I try to bring it in and as God is my witness the whole station thumped with this loud cracking sound just like when I was talking about a haunted house and we went off the air and you know as well as I do airtime is expensive you do not go to commercial yes. for 10 minutes you pay yeah. for every minute of seconds of airtime and this was national. And I couldn't breathe in the engineer and the uh, uh, screener in the other room at the boards. And they looked at me and I looked at them and we were like, what is this? And until it calmed down, it was a good 10 minutes where we were comfortable enough to yes. go back on the air. So I get back on the air. I say, Louie, who is this Charlie, Bob, whatever it was? He goes, oh, it's my cousin. He was in the mob. Wow. So I brought in a killer. I brought in somebody that's. Pro- if there's a hell, I found it that night. I mean, it was wow. nasty. Yeah, I'll never forget that as long as I live. Luckily, for people that don't understand mediumship, when I'm communicating with the other side, it comes out on my uh, the right side of my head, mm-hmm. and I get the birthday and the date of death. So I don't do party lines. Like, okay, let's get your cousin and your wife and that. No, no, no. I want one at a time. <laughs> but um, if that person, I used to throw up and I'd tell my client, oh, I can't. I've, been, I've had an upset stomach all day. I've been puking. Oh, my, my husband died of, of stomach cancer or I'd oh, have headaches and not sleep. Oh, my, my friend had uh, sleep apnea or a brain aneurysm. I pick up the symptoms of what the deceased had towards the end of their life. Then I would channel the communication and the activities or if they played piano or liked, you know, one time I channeled a spaghetti sauce recipe out of Oregon. I don't know where that came from. And then there was a suicide once. And, and I said, I see, and this was on the air. And then she called to verify. Um There was, I saw like Dumbo, the flying elephant. I saw a basketball and some overalls and she She said, why did my son die? I said he committed suicide. And then I found out he died because his friend started dating his girlfriend. So he was heartbroken. So he hung himself. He hung himself at 21 or 22. Two two weeks later, she calls back. She said, I know what you're talking about. I said, what do you mean? She found a photograph of her child on his second birthday, wearing overalls, had the little donkey stuffed animal and a ball. And my book's coming out next year. And she gave me the photo and the permission to print it. I've gotten stories of people I've worked with. There's thousands of books out there, but I don't know that all of them are as legit from the true psychics and the true mediums. Everybody became a psychic after the internet, right? Right, Everybody became a psychic with Instagram and TikTok. Here's the card. He's going to call you if you play this sound. I mean, it's become such a gimmick. Mm-hmm. But the people like you, the people like me, we have longevity, but we have honest gifts. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I try to break the myths to people that there's a lot of charlatans out
0: there. Yes. Yes, there You're are. the
1: real deal. I have sent people to, I don't know if they ever followed through, but there was times I will refer to charlatans. I don't
0: do the paranormal. I don't do the house hunting. I don't do the ghost stuff. I don't want it. There are you You're right. Since Ghost Hunters came on TV, everybody's a ghost hunter. Yeah, everybody's and,
1: a psychic, a ghost hunter. Everybody's a yeah, Yep.
0: Yeah. And you're yeah. not. They're not. No, they're not. They're not.
1: And a lot of those shows are scripted, as you know. But the right, the, the viewer doesn't know that. You're not supposed to say that. You know, they know that they're gonna open the door and there it is. No, it's all planned. It's scripted.
0: I even Absolutely. if they say it's reality, right? I had a friend, and I'm not gonna mention any names who worked. Um, with another team who worked with uh, with a psychic a TV psychic and he was a psychic himself and he would the go one with the hearing
1: aid and the where they pumped in the information in this in, in I don't the
0: know ear. all I know is that this psychic friend of mine would go through the house ahead of time
1: yeah and, and pinpoint where my and pinpoint of,
0: where it was yeah. I did
1: that on an audition once that they yeah. asked me to look for it they filmed it and they, that's how they script TV people it's not yeah. so it's made to make you go, oh, my God, wow.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. That's why it's called entertainment. But there's, like you say, there's a lot of charlatans out there. I've been on cases where people have complained because the paranormal team that came out couldn't even operate their cameras.
1: Because the energy or the entity would take over, and it would scare them to push them back, or it's like a big chill yeah. yeah. or a wind, or sometimes it's like a um, like an amoeba, like, like a gooey thing. On you like a jellyfish. I don't know how to explain it, but it 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 smothers. It's like you a can gooey, it. yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, you'd feel it it's slimy, it's it's energy and it's creepy. Yeah. And it's,
0: anyway, yeah,
1: it. yeah. So on a positive note, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about retrograde. Yeah. It's hey, <laughs> okay.
0: Let's switch gears here. Let's shift gears. Tell me, is there because there's a lot of negativity about retrograde? Yeah. Okay, why is there so much negativity about Richard? Because
1: everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Breakups, computers, car trouble, flat tires, ice. My ice maker went out. My computer has been wacko. Oh, so has
0: mine. Oh, my
1: God. It's just making weird things like. What's going on with the internet? What's going on? Why won't this shift? Why can't I get a file? Why can't I sign on? I mean, something, it's just glitch, glitch, glitch because what it represents when the planet Mercury, which represents communication, appears to be going in its uh, opposite orbit, which is the retrograde, three to maybe four times a year, depending mm-hmm. on the calendar. Communication is thwarted, so you can't get the words out of your mouth properly. People get agitated. Uh, relationships that aren't going anywhere usually break up or dissolve. I have a great example I'll tell you in just a moment. It happened yesterday, which just blows my mind. because I have no idea where it came from, but you'll understand. Sure. Or um, I, I'm traveling next Tuesday. I thought, oh, my God, it's the retrograde. But it worked out that there weren't any issues getting my flight, my meals, the hotel. When there's obstacles, you know there's an issue. So not always are you in the flow, out of the flow. I was supposed to have this trip to D.C. on October 7th. And I was going to meet friends there, but I kept saying something's wrong. Something's going to happen. Well, the war broke out with Israel was attacked on the 7th. And then Dulles Airport was shut down that Wednesday. And I didn't want to be in the middle of that. So something warned me. Now I'm going to go see the holiday holiday. decorations and there won't be as many people because it's cold and they'll see the White House and some of the monuments. I just want to see it. Right. But um, the retrograde often means reverse, renege, release, um, re- re- return. A lot of relationships from a year, two year, three years, ten years will come back out of nowhere. So it's positive and negative. Just as you said at the opening of the show, it's not always negative. But it's bumpy for three and a half weeks. And this time of year just happens to be going through the holidays until January 2nd. So we'll go through all of the holidays, (laughs) kind of bumpy. It may get weird with communication, and then your dysfunction at dinner might be a little more dysfunctional than usual. But yesterday, I had a man who I've never met. I've known him in the radio industry for 20 years. Mm -hmm. He's huge, he's got a big station and and he's back east and two years ago I mean we would joke we would call he'd ask about like when when there were the elections and we would just be friends about stations and shows and whatnot but he came to me because his wife left him two Mm -hmm. years ago I said well get a divorce She's she's done you've got three grown kids blah 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 no no I still love her and went on and on Well, it got to the point that, like, he was calling me or texting me constantly, like, as a therapist, as the psychic, to fix him, to help him. And I said, you're not even paying me. Boy, did he get angry. I said, this is my work. Well, you're my friend. I said, I am. So this went on. And then last week, he texted me to say he's got a date with this girl he's been trying to go with. Who said she won't do anything until his divorce divorce is coming through whatever but i was busy because a friend of mine passed away and i was asked to do the eulogy big music celebrity george brown from cool in the gang and i was a little preoccupied with something important versus this guy's date so yesterday he texted our message on facebook why aren't you responding to my text i'm like i've been a little busy i don't care and i said look i did george's Funeral. He goes. I don't care about that. And all of a sudden, this narcissistic, selfish, cruel, possessed, egotistical, mean man came through. Well, he blocked me. I said. Then I just wrote to him on another email, and I said, "You are cruel." In other words, I just said, "Where do I owe? Why do I owe you anything?" I said, "I should bill you for three thousand dollars. You've taken my time, but you've never given me anything in return." That's the trouble you and I face a lot of the times people think we owe them or just one question. Well, you've got a gift from God. Why do you have to charge or whatever it is? But out of the blue, he just, I kept saying, I don't want to say his name, but I said, you're not paying me. You're not booking appointments. I am busy. I'll get to you. And he would become super demanding. This was retrograde because yesterday it was the end of this whatever it was that I thought was professional. He's also the type of man that kept the carrot going all these years. Yeah, I'll connect this station. Oh, they're too busy. No, we can't get you syndicated. It was always passing the buck with the with the, with the the hope. And oh now goodness. I realize God will do for me what I cannot do for myself. Get out of it because I don't want to be strong along anymore. And I let him know you don't get to do this. And Boy, that angered him. And that'll happen to Charlotte and other people in the field, not just in the retrograde, Uh but it's more magnified in a retrograde. Uh It comes in stronger and it slaps you in the face, like, okay, get out, because you're being used and abused or betrayed or whatever. It's like, you don't need, life is too short. I just buried my best friend, one of my best friends I've known for 20 years. I mean, I met amazing people in the music industry. I met his massage therapist. I know mean, his wife, of course, asked me to do it. I was honored. He had five sons and me. I was up there. I mean, he knows people all over the world. But he, she wanted me to talk not about the celebrity, but the man. And this man had a heart of gold and a soul of God. And he was born with the veil. And we always talked about Egypt and spirit and psychics and candle magic and near-death experiences and out of body because he's, lived life. He wasn't just the musician. That's what he did. But his soul touched uh-huh. lives. Your soul touches lives. My soul, hopefully, touches lives. Uh-huh. Okay. We don't have to be way up there. I must be nice to him, accomplished. But then it dawned on me. He did. He got his book out three months ago. He got the last album with the band out. And he's gone. He doesn't even get to appreciate it. So we work and work and work and we die. And you look around your house, like, what do we need all this for? Who's going to take it? Where does it go? You don't take it with uh-huh. you. It's over.
0: You don't know when it's going to be over. Uh-huh. So be nice or do the best you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. You think there's any significance now with retrograde hitting at, at this time of year, winter solstice is going to start on, on the 20th or
1: 21st. Yeah, yeah. 21st. I don't know that it's really more significant. I think it's just more intense because as you know, the winter solstice is the shortest day of the year, just like the summer solstice is the longest day of the year because we're furthest from the sun now. So as we're getting into winter, we're also going to start getting days longer again, even though we just changed the clocks, but the retrograde is more of a um, shakeup and a realization of uh, a checkpoint for your mechanics, communication, uh, reversing things, renewing things, revisiting. And it's also a cleanse. A lot of the times it's a cleanse like this idiot I finally got rid of yesterday, as opposed to some of the new things I'll probably experience on my trip. It's, I could I, know, think I'm going go, don't travel. It's the retrograde. But I looked at it. I had started in October. So I really kind of renewed it. It's not like it was brand new. People say, in the, if you read about the business, they say, don't travel, don't make any new plans, don't change banks, don't sign an um, escrow if you're buying a house, wait till it's over. Um, most of the time, I adhere to that. This time, I felt it was right because I'd already started the process.
0: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't
1: have started brand new at this point. So there's kind of not rules, but suggestions, folks. For the retrograde you can google it there's plenty of astrologers and astrology sites or just say mercury retrograde will give you the dates of each year because it happens at least three times a year and they'll give you mm-hmm. was it three and a half weeks that that right. it, it exists because the planet mercury goes around the sun every three months
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well the reason why i was talking about solstice too is that i'm, I'm we're going to be doing well nancy Bass is i'm not Solstice readings on Sunday, and it is it's it's that's also a time of of, of looking back and re, and, and reflection, reflection and renewing stuff. So it's kind of like yep. it's it's like a similar process as this retrograde is going to be.
1: Yeah, I, it's wonderful because this weekend when it hits, or next week rather, when it hits, it's we're we're it's it's an exciting time as much negative stuff is going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm this is a time for healing and cleansing and and you're in Charlotte's right it, with the retrograde you're being forced to look and feel and then the solstice is that beautiful sun moon earth connection of life that'll accelerate the cleanse and and the connection and you can really feel a lot of the energy a lot of people don't pay attention to it and they get on with their life but if you're on a more spiritual metaphysical, new age, whatever you want to call it. There's different levels. You're more attuned to the energy or you watch the moon, the full moon, the waning moon, the crescent moon. People are connected. Yeah, there should be a lot of change and we're coming into that uh, election year. We're coming into some huge changes. Uh uh Hopefully for the better.
0: (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when you talk about having an NDE, you know, that out-of-body NDE that you had, when you talk, well, they're two people. different
1: things, and that's where people get confused. Remember, okay, okay, okay. near death experiences the NDE, the OBE mm-hmm. is the out of body. Okay, so people okay. go, Oh, I'm psychic. I no, no, you're intuitive, just like people think, Oh, everybody's psychic. No, not everybody's psychic, everybody's intuitive. Uh-huh. You can uh-huh. grow and learn like we have evolved. My uh, first NDE, which was the near death experience, was the plane crash of Boeing 737. And then the second was getting hit by the fire truck because I braced and I went out of right. my body and I thought, Oh my God. And we go again. And you know, my brain was like scrambled eggs and my soul was over there and my body's over here. And I'm like, I did not just get up and go back to my car to finish the job interview. I was on my way to, I went home and I isolated and I got into a shell. I got fearful. Like, why are these things happening? And then two years later, when I totaled the car and had the white light experience, that was the near death and out of body again, because I felt my, that white light, the soul, which later, I think just this year, somebody told me it was my great, it was my grandfather who told me it wasn't time, but said I can come if I want to. But um, I chose obviously to stay. And then years later, I say, this is my initiation. I am very connected to the other side. I may look like a normal person, but I have a gift. And I'm on a frequency a lot of people don't identify with. And you're like that. They don't understand us. And it's Uh kind of sad because we end up, we know a lot of people, but we're really loners. Uh We do the work, then we're exhausted. It's not like doing accounting and law. Everybody's tired, but this... Uh uses a different type of inner energy beyond the cognitive world.
0: Uh Uh
1: I'm not saying nobody's job is easier or better or less than or what. But when you're dealing with spirit, it's different. And the only way I could define the last NDE out of body when I was in that car accident, and that white light hit. Since then, I feel like a bumper car, like, you know, at the at the pier, they've got those hosts that go to the ceiling for the electrical charge. So the cars, I feel like I'm not connected, you know, I'm like a bumper car, but it just it channels through me, but it did not happen overnight. Just like you said, as a kid versus your teens, you evolved, had to trip and fall because it's not like you go to school and learn this stuff. You mm-hmm, don't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or they think you're wacko.
0: Right. Now in talking to clients that, that you have about NDEs, do you see um like similarities and how everybody experiences them?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. The near death is also one that will give a PTSD syndrome, which is post traumatic stress disorder, because it's so big, like going to war. The people I, I deal with a lot of ex military and they're all shocked from what they saw, experienced, the killings, the dismemberment, whatever. I had a girl. Yesterday, my timing is so off. I don't know if you're losing track of time these days, but one girl uh, fell through the ceiling, you no, know, fell into like a, the floor opened up and she fell two stories down and she broke bones and punctured her lung. And now she's got PTSD because she was trapped in this like a well until somebody found her. That too is near death. I said, you're going through a near death experience. You don't even know that you're opening up spiritually. in the know, I explained to her, because she came so frantic. I said, calm down. Let me explain to you what this is. Thankfully, unthankfully, whatever, I went through it 40 years ago. So now I can identify it when they come to me for help. And I can help them in terms that are more spiritually based, not so psychological or left brain, which they don't understand, and I can help, or I do candle magic. But with this one, she's she wants to work with me. I have one in Korea that doesn't want a therapist. She wants me as the metaphysical spiritual doctor. There's different ways of treating each person. As you know, each case is different. So each person that comes to me is different. Some just want to know if he's going to call on Thursday. and am like, oh, here we go with that one. <laughs> they don't want the depth. Mm I want the death. But uh, each case is different. But a lot of people say, oh, I had a near-death experience. And I'll think, I hear their star said, that wasn't near-death. He just had an accident. Mm -hmm. Because if it was near-death, it would have been blah, blah, blah. Or you hear the out-of-body, which is Mm -hmm. where the soul leaves. Just like when we asked her project at night. We'll get to that in a moment, which is different. Mm -hmm. But the out-of-body, I've heard many times on the surgical table, as have you. If they're having surgery, the soul will go up to the ceiling, watch the doctors operate and do their thing. A lot of the times we leave our body to not feel the pain Mm -hmm. that the body would be feeling. When I was in the plane crash, it was explained to me by becoming the walk and my soul left. I didn't feel the pain. I remember the whoosh, whoosh sound. And I was different that day. I mean, it happened instantaneously. And I, I mean, I was a different person going on that plane versus getting off that plane. But mm-hmm. it took six years to start integrating and understanding and putting it together and trying to figure out life and whatever. But the average person with an OBE, out of body experience, will see their selves, themselves leave literally a physical sense and appear like outside themselves when i was in the plane crash it was like a cyclops so 50 feet over here and five feet eight over here Uh for four months if you're having surgery or if you've been in a car accident if you've had who knows a boating accident the girl falling down the shaft Uh you're gonna freak out somehow not everybody's ready to get up and get back on the horse not everybody can just go because they uh-huh. don't, have, the other people say, oh, don't worry about it, just get going. They don't have the spiritual compassion of what's really happening internally. And that's where I come in to help put it together. We're like a cracked egg. You got uh-huh. the mind, body, spirit, you got to put it together to function. Uh-huh. But the out of body experiences I've heard um, one was in a drowning experience in the ocean in Hawaii, it was kind of a near death, yep. You've heard that one on my show, my neighbor. Another would be um, in surgery. Another was, uh, like I said, I have a lot of retired military uh, Mm -hmm. people, and I've heard, you know, a plane that went down, the bomb that went off, and and what they went through and how some of them would be in such shock that they would leave their body not to feel the shock, but they're left with the PTSD, Mm -hmm. right? There's different, you know, you can be bucked off a horse and leave your body Mm -hmm. because you don't want to feel the, of the concussion or the ground. Uh-huh. Did you ever have that real out of body experience yourself? Have you had out of body, not just the astral projection?
0: I have not. I, I don't think I have. No. I just know I had. What I just know I have. What I believe. I think I had an NDE, but that's uh, probably far as the out of body. I don't think so. But what, before you were a teenager,
1: that? when you were younger.
0: Yeah. When I was younger, in a car accident, yeah. And how suddenly I felt so calm in the car. You know, like, okay, that's cool. a lot of
1: times a spirit guide or an ancestor will come in, like an angel, an earth angel, oh. and comfort us no matter what the impact might be. But you all of a sudden, you feel safe and warm like there's an angel, there are earth angels. And yes, people like you or me will bring in spirit guides and they'll protect us. Mm-hmm. Um, there are earth angels. I, I remember one time I had some plastic stuff, uh, Big ball of plastic got caught underneath my wheelbase on the freeway, and in LA, you don't just pull over. Right. So I didn't know what to do, and all of a sudden, this gorgeous Adonis-looking man gets out of the car. And this, I had pulled over to the side. He goes, "There's a gas station at the next exit." He was in. dressed impeccably was driving a bmw i looked i looked up i said thank you and i looked again he was gone i mean in an instant because that was an earth angel that came to help me Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. do exist they pop up or how many stories have you heard of children or adults saying well there was that man over there he helped me get out of the car and there was nobody there But that's Mm -hmm. an earth angel then you got the ones that are meeting jesus i mean there's all sorts of stories my dad
0: had a had an nde when he was in the hospital with pneumonia
1: oh because he was probably close to death and he was yeah, he scared. coded
0: and he coded yep. and his dog came to him the dog that he had after oh, I just got chills. yeah he was in the coast guard and he he fell in love with with one of the uh, patrol dogs and he was able to get it sent home after world war ii and so it was the same with laddie and And, you know, eventually the dog died from old age, but he was in the hospital and he says that he, well, he says, I woke up, all the tubes were on me and the dog was at the end of my bed.
1: Yes. And people ask, do you, do our dogs go to heaven? Do our dogs go to the lake? Can you bring in dogs and cats and birds and fish? Yes, I do communicate with all of the spirits. They're spirits, which is why. They're so loving and they're so innocent, but there are protectors. And the cats especially are very in tune to our emotions. Mm-hmm. So on the other side, you've got all these people that abuse animals. It makes me so sad because they're living, breathing, feeling mm-hmm. beings. They're sentient. There's no reason to abuse these animals any more than a person. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Good for your dad, but that yeah. dog was your dad's spirit guide yeah. all his yeah. life.
0: And my dad and, and my dad, you know, Tom was talking to it. and The dog was talking to him. And my dad said, well, can I come with you? And the dog said, no, it's not your time yet. And it turned around and walked away from him.
1: I just got chills. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just I like when I was that.
1: in the accident, I said, you want to go home. Well, you can come with us now or stay. And I was like, okay, I'll stay. I probably could have left my body at that moment. They were ready to take me. And I've made jokes through the years. Like I've tried to get out of here. They won't let me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, uh, People who have out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, very different than like the astral projection when you leave in your sleep. Let's
0: talk, coming, yeah, let's talk about
1: that. Yeah, because how many times have you felt like you're vibrating and, and you're trying to wake up and you can't open your eyes, but you feel this vibration where you hear the hum and you're struggling that's because your soul is re-entering. It's like a spaceship coming into re-entry. Our souls travel. We go to our boyfriends, our girlfriends, our parents, and we're traveling to Europe or Korea or wherever we're going. We travel, we communicate. The Palladians, which is another theory from a different galaxy, a lot of times they'll be working on us at 3, 4 in the morning, and then we wake up because we just got a download. All this stuff is real. I thought it was wacko until I started uh-huh. experiencing it. But uh-huh. the astral projection. I used to have to project all the time as a child, not so much as an adult, but the soul would leave. But I remember the re-entry would be like, oh, here I go again. And there's still times now, I guess when I wake up, sometimes I'm like chilled and I'm and I'm trying to wake up, but I'm not able to just open my eyes and start, you know. It's it's a process, so I know I'm re-entering, but in a different way now because I'm the level I'm at. Uh-huh.
0: Uh,
1: lovers, people who love each other, especially, and you probably know this one, and you've heard your other psychics say, um, the non-committal relationships where there's a twin or a soulmate, but they're not ready to be together. Uh-huh. They will have a lot of uh, astral projections. They'll have astral sex. You can get super sexual feel like they're in your room and they're doing all sorts of things. Or you can hear them talking telepathically. That's real. That man, that woman is sending their soul, their thoughts, their energy to the one they're attracted to. Uh-huh. You're not crazy. It's real. Then it calms down. It goes away. But that happens a lot because the love is there, but so is the fear and the fear uh-huh. is outweighing the love until they go through their journey to come together as a unit. And A lot of times that's a soulmate sign Uh when you have the astral projection with a loved one. It just takes time and it's never in our time. It's always God's time. And I teach people, as I'm sure you have, um, we live on a clock. We have a calendar. We have time. We know we have a month, we have a day, we have an hour, whatever, we have a year. There's no limits of time in the spiritual world. It just is, it just goes. So people say, well, when's he going to call or When's she going to show up? Well, I can't say that for sure because I can see what I think is going to happen over a certain period of time. Or I hate it when they go, well, if it's July, you said, I said, I'm not God and people have free will and the universe has its own timing. They don't like that, but that's the truth. And if
0: it's seen, it will probably still happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now let's talk about, let's just kind of jump back to NDEs and that. Yep. If I remember the story of the person in Hawaii, if I'm thinking of the same person you are, isn't that the one where they had a, uh, a negative experience? During the there AD? are
1: people that have negative experiences because when they have a near death and they don't want to come back, mm-hmm. and then they fight, like, why did you save me? Why couldn't I die? Why couldn't I be at peace where it is on the other side? Mm-hmm. Because there is a sense of um, contentment, peace. There's no pain outside the body. We have pain in the body. Grief, Uh shame, guilt, um, disappointment, Uh uh, loss, uh, uh, ego. Uh But when we have a real negative out-of-body experience, it's usually when people have seen something in the spiritual world that was probably beautiful. Then they have to come back to what we know is reality in our body And deal with paying with the bills or unfaithful relatives and abusive friendships or a loss in business or money or whatever. And the ugliness is having to deal with life, which, Mm -hmm. as we were saying earlier, is short. These are the lessons.
0: Right.
1: But one of the worst near death experiences I think I've heard, besides that thing I brought in on the air years ago from the,
0: the
1: mob. I think most of them I hear from war. Most of them are the people, the soldiers, not just, I mean, there's those that sacrifice their lives, uh-huh. but those that come back have so many stories of vets that are so messed up and they're not always taken care of properly, but if they were to teach the spiritual side, uh-huh. they heal faster, but nobody in the psychiatric world is trained really to do that yet. They're starting. They're starting to see a different side. But I would say that some of the most devastating near death would be um, walking away from something so traumatic that mm-hmm. it is unbelievable, just like with the plane crash. It's it's unbelievable. You don't stand on a field looking at the plane you were just on on its belly on fire, cracked in half. We saw it. It's too mm-hmm. much for the head to comprehend. Right. right. That's where training and healing and patience, faith comes in. Right. But uh, car accidents, when people walk away from a car that caught fire and the paramedics get them out, that's your death. You're facing your death. All of a sudden, there's the flames. And then just like with your dad, the dog showed up. Right. when right. he could barely breathe. Mm-hmm. We're fragile, find, but we don't
0: I, think so. I find this fascinating You know, to talk about this. Also, how do you feel about the whole concept of heaven and hell?
1: honestly i'll tell you um one i'm jewish so i was brought up not to believe in hell okay but like i said earlier with that one weird call 30 years ago 25 years ago Mm -hmm. if there was a hell i found it with that dark painful ugly thought in that man Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. personally i think we are in hell i think earth is the hell which Mm -hmm. is why it's never going to be a peaceful planet it's a warrior planet if it's because astrologically it comes out as warrior there's always war here there's mm-hmm. always just the, the the right now we're in a spiritual war more than ever i think life has evolved since the 1600s of the illuminati and all that it's all coming of it's all it, the planet's plant. there's a there, there there's a whole system that a lot of people are just beginning to identify rather than just getting up and seeing life as life I think the Lord's prayer says it all. When you start talking about on earth as it is in heaven, the reason that prayer makes so much sense is they're trying to bring prayer into our lives Mm -hmm. so that we can have peace on earth as we find in heaven. So when you have a near-death experience like this negative experience, Mm -hmm. you want more of that peace. I help people find that peace. I help people heal so that this agitation is gone where you're not always fighting inside the body. Uh But the hell I think, I believe that there's a purgatory or I believe that there's a uh, other place to go. Whether it's the flames and all that, I don't know, but I've read, just Uh like you've probably heard and interviewed and seen on different YouTube, people who have testified to have experienced hell that is not this dimension. I don't want to find out. I don't want to see it. I do know that in all the channeling I've done over the last 30 years or so, I've learned that the more spiritual you become in this lifetime or your incarnation, the higher you go as you ascend. And I've never not been able to bring anybody in. So they're always in the light, whether it was suicides or car accidents or overdose, whatever. Um, I don't know what it really takes to go that way if it really does exist. I don't know. Uh And with graphics and videos, I don't know how much is made up versus Uh someone's real horrible experience. So I'm not the one to ask, but I, one day after the plane crash, 1981, when the psychic stuff was starting, Charlotte, I thought, this is the hell. I'm in hell. How do Uh I get out? And then I started looking at life and looking at people and how we're all running around trying to achieve things. But we can't get out. We're here for our lifetime. So you got to make your heaven on earth and bring in the spirit. I never believed in any of this stuff until it happened to me.
0: Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. What do you say to people who think they might be psychic?
1: couple of things i'll ask if they can predict time or events or what do you think well no i just feel this no that's intuition or you can get a chill or you can feel something i'll say if you're really wanting to know if you're psychic then call let's book an appointment let me test you so i'll ask them a question about travel my boyfriend my career my mom or i don't know something general that a psychic would answer right and if they can't answer it or even come close. Then I know they're not psychic. They're trying to sub-guess it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I'm not saying that you can't evolve. I'm not one to teach it. I can help you open up and understand what to do with what you got. Uh-huh. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, In 19. 19- was it 1993? I don't even remember, but I think that's when we had the LA riots with the mm-hmm. um, Rodney King thing, right? Well, it was so cool. about three weeks before that, I started writing a song, and I kept seeing the city on fire, all these flames. I was talking about the city catching fire, and we caught fire three weeks later with the with the riots. And so I swore I don't want that part of the gift. I don't want to be Nostradamus. I don't want to see world events, although Unfortunately, slash fortunately, people who know me, well, remember in 2015, I started predicting what we were coming into. Uh And it happened. I remember when Trump was elected, I said, I called my dad, I said, I, I see concentration camps, something's going to happen things are going to change. Oh, what are you talking about? Well, now we're hearing about the COVID camps and what are they doing? And are they going to put us away because you're sick? Or or we could have 15-minute cities. I mean, we're coming into some bizarre, weird times. Is it real? I don't know. I don't know. But a lot of what I saw is starting to happen. I don't know. I just do what I can to take, take care of myself and help people. Because As I've learned, the more you help, the more you get, and the more you help, the more spiritual you become, and the more you give, the more you get later. It just sort of plays off itself. You know, I'm not dissing the politicians and the celebrities. They've got a whole different agenda, but uh, I'm not at that level, but I I, I like the soul. I like hearing people's stuff to get them Uh on the right path in their journey just like you've got to calm down their activity in their homes and they're scared. They hear things. Yeah. Oh my God. There's a rat in the attic. No, it's a ghost. No, it's a squirrel. No, it's an right. entity. No, right. it's right. You, right. you don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's our job to go in there and get in there with the fluorescent lights to see if there's rat pee trails, you know, and things like that to prove it.
1: When you walk into a, um, possessed areas so it is a possession of the uh-huh, spirit uh-huh. and it's like walking into that membrane we were talking about you could feel like you're almost going against a buoyant wall you, you you're coming into this dark heavy webby thing uh-huh. do you like cut through it with a, a utensil or do you talk to it or do you take a certain type of um instrument what do you do to melt it or Break it so that you can do the work and get. We rid talk of to
0: it. it. We talk to it, you know, and, uh, you know, of course, there's other aids we can use. There's, you know, you got the holy water thing. You got, you, like you say, you got sage and all that. So we we talk to it, try and get, you know, try, try and break through to get it down. Then we'll call them one of our psychics or shaman, and, you know, take it from there with it.
1: And have you found that a lot of it is uh, like burial grounds or somebody died in the house and they haven't transitioned to the other side and they're stuck yeah. or they're angry yeah. because one died and the other didn't. And this is my right. house, not your house. Yeah. You find yeah, out a lot.
0: You don't know a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that. But you know, what's sad about things now is because the TV shows, you know, for the first, I would say 15 years, well, maybe less, but you know, the first 13 years I did this, it was always something like that when you went out, it was, it was uncle Bob or something, you know, something like that. But it's sad because these TV shows have ingrained demons into everybody. And so when you get them on the phone, they don't want to hear, people don't want to hear anything. No, I know it's a demon. I know, I know, I know. And it's like-
1: They go way to the other side. You yeah. know, they're talking like that about music has evolved. Like when I came up with the folk rock and the mm-hmm. Joni Mitchells, and now it's all like Illuminati signs and devilish signs and they are wearing red and everything's trying to um, brainwash society into the negative and the devil worship. And I'm like- I don't even understand it but i look at some of the art and it's probably yeah it can be kind of dark but Uh you have a choice to follow it or not Uh and if you're that into it i don't think it's going to change unless you really succumb you have power within yourself the Uh dark is there you can learn how to find like not everybody's compatible Uh not everybody's your friend you can walk into a room full of people and right away know i don't belong here or you weave through a crowd and you pick up two or three vibes and all of a sudden you got a friend for life. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. know, that's just life. It's a big sea of people. Yeah. It's a jungle.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: But so it's a choice.
0: So what's next for you?
1: Well, I have a I, I do three shows a week, as you know. I've got my three uh, podcasts. And um, my candle line, Wix of Wisdom, is going into a new evolution of uh, digital marketing where I was on TV for years and with the radio. But so we're, I've got a new team working on that. And then the book will come out. I'm, wait, I'm meeting with my uh, editor Friday to f- uh-huh. get to the next level. We're almost done. Um, it's taken a long time because the story kept changing as I evolved. I didn't know where to end it. It probably means I got two more books and then I am traveling. And next year I hope to sell some of my songs and be more creative as much as I love the psychic stuff. Uh, as I said earlier, I've gotten more into healing with the um, integrative health and some detox formulas to cleanse the body. Cause there's a lot of poison out there that you want right. out of your cells and your organs. And if you can help prevent the cancer, and stay healthy, you'll live longer, hopefully. You just never know Absolutely. when it's going to hit, right? So I, 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 I'm I, going to stay on the uh, radar, obviously, with my shows. And um, I'm in talks with somebody about a TV thing. But it's always speculation because, as you know, we had the strike down here in L.A. for seven, uh-huh. nine months. So everything was put on hold. So I don't know. I just sort of like uh, go through each day. I, I plan But I think what's happened, Charlotte, is through the years, I don't get as excited about my goals anymore because sometimes you get right up to it and it moves or somebody's promise doesn't come through or the expectation is different. Or I get to it, and I think with maturity, we find that it's more I, for myself, am less uh, in awe, It's like, okay, I can take this now. I ran from two record deals. I ran from a comedy thing. I ran from a couple of loves. I probably would have had a family and married, but I wasn't ready for whatever. I had to do this thing. This spirit led me, kind of like a musician had to give up family life because he wanted to be on the road. You know, you can't Mm -hmm. have it all comfortably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what's next is I think I'm just growing into a new level i've done the footwork 30 some 35 years of radio and psychic and then now the integrative medicine the metaphysics the writing but it's always still going to be touching other people it's all about the people absolutely how can Uh, people find you lindasalvin.com dr linda radio is 24 hours a day dr dot com. they could go to youtube at. Dr. Linda Salvin, S-A-L-V like Victor, I-N like Nancy Alvin with an S or Facebook Linda Salvin, just type in my name. I'm all over Google somewhere. You'll find me. (laughs) And if they want a phone number toll free, 888-509-1077. And then I'm going to have you back on in the next month or so. because I think it's been about six months, right?
0: Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. What are you you. up
1: to? We got to finish with you.
0: Okay. Finish with me. Well, um, you know, I had to take a brief break for health reasons. I'm back, you know, we're back, uh, doing kind of, kind of doing a team rebuild right now, but we're getting back out there and I'm going to be filming our team documentary. We're going to be doing the haunted hotels up and down the, the, you know, the, the state of California, the gold country and all that. So our documentary is going to be coming out and that's great. You know, and I'm going to be, I'm, t- I'm teaching a few, you know, second development classes there, you know, here and there and stuff. So we're also going to be doing ghost tours at some of these haunted places. You know, I've been starting to make arrangements for that. So, what happens is people come in, pay, and we'll take you around and we'll take you on a real ghost hunt.
1: Let me know if you want me to participate right. with any, but I'd be glad to help and, and, and collaborate with you. Sounds I've good. enjoyed it as always with you. So much fun to talk to somebody that gets it, you
0: know? Absolutely. Well, we'll have to get you back on again later on we with the and, and whatnot. Okay? Yeah.
1: Go blue. We're going to win at the Rose Bowl, right? Yep. <laughs> have a wonderful holiday. You
0: too. All right. Talk soon. All right, Linda. Thank you. Thank you. you. Bye. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's always fun to have her on. I love talking with her. I know you guys like listening to her. Tomorrow, we're kind of sh- we're not going to be shifting gears really, but uh, Dave Bender is going to be on with us tomorrow. When he's going to be talking about the logical side of ghost hunting. You know, when when we go out on 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 a ghost hunt, you know, it's not like like as Linda would say the woo woo. You know, we want to go out and make sure that we have looked at everything possible that could be causing the issue. And like As Linda mentioned, it could be rats up the attic, It could be anything. And that's our job as ghost hunters is to go out and, and ferret all that out before we before we decide that it could be a paranormal issue. So we're going to be talking to Dave Bender. He's really good at doing that stuff. So he's going to be with us tomorrow to talk about that side of ghost investigations. I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. I really appreciate it. And as I always say, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We're always looking for followers and uh, subscribers, and I'd really appreciate it if, if you'd spread the word on us. Uh Sunday, you can uh, join us at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. We're going to be doing uh, – well, We're not going to be doing it. I'm going to be hosting Nancy Matz. Medium Nancy Matz is going to be with us, and she's going to be doing – a solstice reading for you guys you can ask any questions you want because of course like we talked about earlier solstice is old stuff current stuff and new beginnings so you can ask a question about anything you want and who knows maybe one of your uh deceased loved ones might come in and uh she'll talk about that and we're talking you know for for the price of twenty dollars you're getting anywhere from from five to uh almost ten minutes reading from nancy in a more private environment than live on TikTok, uh, I mean TikTok, live on StreamYard. I'm on so many of these things, I forget. Uh, so uh, join us. So uh, head on over to the California Haunts Meetup. You can find that at our California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team Meetup and sign up over there, and that'll be Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific. All right, that being said, I'm going to let you guys go. I'll see you guys tomorrow, our usual time, 6.30 p.m., and have a great rest of your evening.